It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner, the finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice. And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. To the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we saying? Talking about this evening? Well, the pledge, then a Frederick Bastiat quote. And did you know this? We will tell you about President Trump's war on Iran, the news behind the news, and space the final frontier if we get to it. Okay, Patriots, hand of heart, face flag, you know, a flag, get a flag, or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, quote from Frederick Bastiat from the law. It is not true that The legislature has absolute power over our persons and property. The existence of persons and property preceded the existence of the legislature, and his function is only to guarantee their safety. Yes, we the people preceded government. We created government. We created government to protect our liberties. A person, a property. That's the purpose of government. Not to take it away, but to protect it. And especially in our case, we created the government, not the other way around. Before government, there was anarchy, anarchists, you doofusai. We already had anarchy. That preceded government. Anarchy precedes law. Law controls anarchy. Feel me? We don't like anarchy. Nobody likes anarchy. Nothing gets done in anarchy. It's just mob rules. However, we forgot to keep our government under control, and now we have too much government. We need to do something about that, don't you think? 
okay, what? I keep telling you, take your government back from the ground up. You start with your school board. You don't skip a step. You work step by step, getting people that understand limited government, the Constitution installed in these government positions, step by step by step until you get to the governor of your state. Then the state reasserts its constitutional sovereignty. This is how it works. Not sending a bunch of doofuside to a convention of states where they can possibly help anything. The Constitution does not need more words. They're not following the Constitution now, and we're not enforcing the Constitution now. What good does more words do? Again, common sense, I wouldn't expect the lawyer to understand it. Convention of state. It's in the Constitution, so it must be good. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, it was supposed to be used a long time ago, like about a hundred years ago. More than a hundred years ago. Too little, too late. Sorry. You missed your boat. It left without you. Convention of state sailed. Wave bye bye. Oh, wait, it's so far gone, I can't even see you wave. All right, did you know this from World Net Daily? Several churches in Sri Lanka were attacked on Easter Sunday by what authorities believe to be Muslim extremists. (laughs) Oh, it cracks me up. Uh, There's no reason for extra words around Muslim. They're just Muslims. All Muslims are extremists. Islam is extreme. There's no reason to put Muslim extremists. There's no non-extreme Muslims. They're just waiting around for their cue. The suicide bombers killed about 300, injured hundreds more. Just a week earlier, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, which has stood for nearly 900 years, was the site of a catastrophic fire that turns it, turned its wooden roof into ashes. Authorities have floated the explanation that a computer glitch caused the blaze. I'm not buying that at all. First, it was an electrical fire. Now it's a computer glitch? Okay, then how come they had it under control and then suddenly it was fully engulfed? How'd that happen? Even firemen are not that, are not that inept even in England or in France. Or sorry, France. But Islam critic Pamela Geller, under the headline, Notre Dame Cathedral Inferno Intentionally Set, cited Time columnist Christopher J. Hale writing, A Jesuit friend in Paris who works at Notre Dame told me cathedral staff said the fire was intentionally set. Now we're making sense. Go. Geller noted France has been hit with a string of fires at Catholic churches. Oh, why are they? Wait a minute. We haven't heard anything about this. I know. There's more and more news coming out of France right now because of that Notre Dame. Some of which occurred alongside desecration of sacred objects and acts of vandalism. Michael Schneider, writing for InfoWars, cited statistics from... The Christian ministry opened doors, counting an average of 105 attacks a month on churches. We've heard zero. 
105 a month, and we've heard zero. I wonder how much other stuff goes on in Europe we've heard zero about. Or the rest of the world, for that matter. Or even in our backyard. I wonder how many honor killings happen here in America that we've heard zero about. Yeah, you only reported on one. Oh, one. They're like cockroaches. If you report on one, there must be 100,000, right? Open Doors USA said Christians remain one of the most persecuted religious groups in the world. While Christian persecution takes many forms... Where's Communist News Network and MSLSD reporting all this? They were upset with the with the president not talking enough about Notre Dame because, I mean, uh, Sri Lanka, because I guess he doesn't care about Christians unless they're white. I guess they don't care about uh, Christian anything unless they're black. These idiots do realize that West Eastern Europeans are white. Their skin color is white. Shh. Sri Lanka and they're not. Again, he didn't say anything, didn't care about them because they weren't white. And, well, I guess you didn't care about them because they were white, right? I'm just using their logic. Even though, you know, he did tweet out a very heartfelt thing uh, about them. And I'm sure he'll talk about it more. But uh, where is MSLSD and uh, Communist News Network and the rest of them, uh, uh, the, the alpha, alphabets, where's the rest of them reporting on the 105 attacks a month on European Christian churches, which would be white Christians? So I guess using their analogy, they must not care about white Christians, right? Oh, yes, you must throw this at them because it uses their own logic against them. It's absolutely perfect because it's absolutely true. They do not care about white Christians at all. They really do not. They really don't care about black Christians either, but uh, they like anything they can use as a cudgel. Oh, man. While Christian persecution takes many forms... It is defined as any hostility experienced as a result of identification with Christ. Oh, you mean like uh, them putting up a bunch of homo flags up in front of Chick-fil-A as an attack against them for being Christian? Something like that? Nah, interesting. Christian torture remains an issue for believers throughout the world, including... The risk of imprisonment, loss of home and assets, physical torture, beheadings, rape, and even death as a result of their faith, the ministry said. Trends show that countries in Africa, Asia, and Middle East are intensifying persecution against Christians, and perhaps the most vulnerable are Christian women who often face double persecution for faith and gender. I guess they don't care about... Women Christians either. Where, where is the reporting from about women Christians? I, wow, these these alphabets out there they don't care about anybody that Christian. It seems unless they're black Christians. Even then, it seems unless they're Sri Lankan Christians. I don't understand these people. Trends show that countries in Africa, Asia, and Middle East are intensifying them. The organization said that every month, three hundred forty-five Christians are killed for faith-related reasons. 105 churches and Christian buildings are burned or attacked 
and 219 Christians are detained without trial. Only days after the Notre Dame fire, a deranged philosophy professor was arrested while bringing gas cans and lighter fluid into St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Fortunately, a great tragedy was averted in that case, but most churches around the world are very soft targets with absolutely no security whatsoever, Snyder wrote. And of course, around the world, the citizens are disarmed, so there's absolutely no chance of them defending themselves. Here, they're disarmed because they're stupid. Around the world, they're disarmed because they're totalitarian. And these days, there are, is literally nowhere that is safe. Attacks on churches are happening literally all over the globe, and sometimes they happen right in the middle of a worship service. But we only heard the only one the world complained about was in New Zealand, and it was a it was a white guy who attacked a mosque. That's the only one we heard about, and only one anyone seemed to have outrage about. What what we didn't hear about all of this. What, what are they talking about? This can't be true. Snyder warned by a very wide margin church are the number one target for hate attacks, and it is only going to get worse. That includes in the United States, where three churches in Louisiana recently were destroyed by arson. There have been at least 18 fatal shooting attacks on churches in the United States just since Columbine. Open Doors said in seven out of the top ten World Watch List countries, for persecution of Christians, the primary cause of persecution is Islamic oppression. This means for millions of Christians, particularly those who grew up Muslim or were born into Muslim families, openly following Jesus can have painful consequences. They could be treated as second-class citizens, discriminated against for jobs, or even violently attacked. In just one week in March, there were a dozen church attacks in France. Talk radio host Dennis Prager wrote in a column, I don't know if a worker accident or a radical Muslim set fire to Notre Dame Cathedral, as they have scores of other churches around Europe. In terms of what the fire represented, it doesn't much matter. What matters is the omen. Europe is burning just as Notre Dame was. Prager said the symbolism of the burning of Notre Dame Cathedral, the most renowned building in Western civilization, the iconic symbol of Western Christendom, is hard to miss. In France, in 2018, the Ministry of the Interior recorded 541 anti-Semitic acts, 100 anti-Muslim acts, and 1,063 anti-Christian acts. World Net Daily reported nearly 2,000 Christian houses of worship in France have been desecrated in the past two years. According to police in Germany, there were four such incidents in March. Some French politicians have attributed the church desecrations, averaging more than two two a day, to militant secularism. But in virtually every attack across Europe, writes Raymond Ibrahim for the Gatestone Institute, 
Authorities and media obfuscate the identity of the vandals. You mean like they do here? No matter what crime it is, they're not going to tell you if they're an illegal alien, Hispanic, Muslim, that kind of thing? What the hell is militant secularism? What the hell is that? It means they're seculars using violence, like Antifa. It has nothing to do with religion. Hmm. In those rare instances when the Muslim or migrant identity of the destroyers is leaked, the desecrators are then presented as suffering from mental health issues, he writes. Yes, it's called Islam. Don't count on reporting to fully detail what's going on either. After Notre Dame fire, two Fox News personalities shut down comments about the recent surge of attacks on Christian churches across France. Shepard Smith was interviewing French official Philippe Carcenti, who said the cathedral had been there for 850 years, and even the Nazis didn't dare to destroy it. You need to know, for the last year, we've had churches desecrated, Carcenti said. Of course, you will hear the story of the politically correct, which will tell you it is probably an accident. At which point, Smith cut him off with, not on my watch. Whoa. Catholic League President Bill Donahue was on with Neil Cavuto. Forgive me for being suspicious. Just last month, a 17th century church was set on fire in Paris, Donahue said, reciting the recent attacks on churches. We've seen tabernacles knocked down, crosses have been torn down, statues have been smashed. Cavuto interrupted, saying, we don't know that. Wow, I'm surprised. Cavuto's drank the Kool-Aid, too, huh? Yes, he did. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of um, conservatives that can't stand his guts because he, he just did. He went off the deep end. Fox News has gone down the tubes, ladies and gentlemen. I don't watch that nonsense anyway, but... After a brief interlude, Donahue again brought up the recent attacks against Christian symbols. When I find out that the Eucharist is being destroyed and excrement is being smeared on crosses, this is going on now, Cavuto interrupted again. We cannot make conjectures, he said, and he essentially hung up on Donahue. Talk radio host Rush Limbaugh noticed the censorship, calling it a fascinating case study. It is simply unacceptable. It is not tolerable. You must not even breathe the possibility of arson because it's arson. If it's arson, then fingers will point in one direction and we're not going to point in that direction. We're not going to permit fingers to point. We're not going to even allow thoughts in that direction, he said. You know what's, what's going to be amusing for me is when, when it finally kicks off and we watch the Muslims kill them horribly terribly, painfully, I will be amused because they have it coming. Oh, yes, all the apologists for Muslims will all die. 
Well, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're like the, I told you, they're, to me, they're like the velociraptors banging and banging. So the progs to see what they can get through and what barriers they have to get through. So if they keep doing this and they keep getting apologies or we're covering it up, then they know they can apologist move forward. Apologist doesn't mean apologies. Apologist is someone who defends something. Right. But then they can say we can move on now. Now we know we can get away with this. As long as so the press can... stops reporting it, they're going to keep doing it. Right. They're, they're finding where they can just keep going and going and going further. I know it's simplistic, but a lot of people out there don't, you know, they're like me. This is simply head in the sand denial to refuse to openly accept what is happening throughout France and throughout Europe. And the very idea that there is this concerted effort coupled with a demand to ignore all of this in my nature is all I need to believe that maybe there is some things go, something going on that everybody knows and some just will not admit and will not permit discussion of. Because there is no denying the attacks on churches in France and all over Europe are on the upswing. It's undeniable. It's not all arson, not random arson, and everybody knows this. No, it is all arson. All the fires are arson. That's the point. Uh, None of them are accidental. Just, woo, they just spontaneously combusted. I'm sorry. This This many fires, none of them are accidental. And that doesn't even call. That doesn't even end there with the desecration. Aren't, that's not even arson. That's something different. But don't worry. Um, they're not going to go away. Don't feel you're going to be left out or anything. It eventually will. You'll eventually find out about all of it because they're not going to stop ever, never, ever are they going to stop. And and Europe cannot handle this situation. They are not capable of dealing with this. The denial alone shows it. The lack of violent reaction to it. That's the only thing that's going to work. A complete and utter vital retaliate, violent retaliation is the only thing Muslims understand. And even that won't stop them. You have to literally wipe them out. It is time for another Spanish Inquisition. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was not about witches. It was about Muslims. Getting rid of Muslims in Spain because they have, they had invaded Europe to the point of Spain. That's what the Crusades were about. Stopping the Muslim invasion of Europe. The Spanish Inquisition came after to get rid of the Muslims in Spain. We need another one. We're going to have to have one here. Because as long as Muslims exist, they will never, they will never tire. They will never stop. They are forever relentless. Do you understand me? And you are as bad as them if you make one excuse in your head for them. If you're listening right now thinking I'm incredibly radical or I'm over the top, you not, you better start listening and shut that little voice off in your head because you're part of the problem. You're doing exactly what they're doing in Europe right now. You're doing it in your head. Do not silence this. Open your mind and think. 
Don't have to believe me. Educate yourself. Go to jihadwatch.org and order some books from Robert Spencer. Educate yourself on Islam. And Pamela Geller. I don't care about Pamela Geller. Read Robert Spencer's books. For some reason, the people don't respect websites. Books are another story. He's got plenty of them. He's the leading expert in the United States on Islam. And I have interviewed him. So, yes, I do have an educated opinion about him. And I've read his book. Well, I've read one of his books. And I've read part of other of his books. I'm, I don't have money to buy his books. <laughs> Why don't we do this real quick before uh, you go to another subject? Done with this subject, but fine. We'll go to a break. Sam Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that. We appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward, while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values. Probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. Hey, Bubsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, that bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800 910 8231 The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 
88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, that's 800-377-1456. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 dish tv is better than cable tv why because you can save 45 percent on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's 855-219-7934. Oh, 
back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of one. <clears throat> okay. Well, the snow is melting fast. Some places. Other places, just deep Italian ice. That's the problem. Okay, from Inside Sources... Even prior to the Democrats winning back the House in last year's midterms, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos has long been on the left's hit list. The publication inside Higher Ed dubbed DeVos one of the biggest losers of the midterm election. To newly emboldened Democrats who view education as their exclusive fiefdom, DeVos has become a political piñata. In hearing after hearing, DeVos is vilified by ultra-left education quote-unquote experts who wage full-court character assaults that are happily repeated by the liberal media. The Democrats' orchestrated rebuke of DeVos should be taken as sober reassurance she is on the right track. America is paying the price for an education establishment that plays by its own rules with very little accountability. Democrat policies led us to sky-high tuition, low college completion rates, and publicly supported university campuses that serves as indoctrination outposts for socialist economics, politically correct speech, and hateful intolerance. With national student loan debt at $1.5 trillion, a tab that surpasses our cumulative credit card debt, one wonders why Democrats are maniacally focused, they can't even spell that right, focused on bashing DeVos while ignoring the substantive issues affecting higher education. Democrat education agenda is all about funding, funding, and more funding, as much as can be taxed or borrowed. That's because it's all about money laundering, ladies and gentlemen. They talk a good game about oversight and accountability, but the conversation always ends with a hefty defense of the status quo. They oppose all measures of consumer empowerment, such as school vouchers, remain beholding to teachers' unions, and cheer federal interference on accreditation. They file lawsuits to undo DeVos reforms. They lobby to IRS to disqualify for profit college tuitions to non-profit status. And they pressure the Veterans Administration to eliminate GI Bill funds for certain schools serving tens of thousands of veterans each year. Ousted Obama-era education bureaucrats, now working as quote-unquote consultants, demonize career-oriented colleges and lobby for changes in the Higher Education Act to effectively run them out of business. Should they succeed, tens of thousands of students, including low-income students, women, working adults, and veterans, will be left with few options to earn a degree and advance their careers. It would also exacerbate America's current shortage of 6 million skilled workers. 
But why would they do that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, but do you notice uh, that everybody, everybody that President Trump has put in, they either get pounded like this or they run away because they can't afford all these lawsuits. That's all they're going to be doing this entire time he's like he's the president. That's it. No, that's not the way it works. The, the courts are are they're going to friendly courts that overturn laws that say, oh no, you can't do this, and they they stop it. They close their colleges down. They close programs down. They shut everything down. It's not that they're running people out of business. It's that they're using the courts to legislate from the bench. Or persecute. It's not the persecution that's the problem. It's legislating from the bench. It's it's not that it's not that at all, Susan. Nobody's giving up because oh my god, I can't stand the persecution. No, they're putting them literally out of business. It's that simple. Again, that's why they're so upset with all the courts Donald Trump has been filling with judges that won't go their way. But there's still a ton of judges on the bench that will still do their bidding, and they know who those judges are, and they judge shop. And in the meantime, they're closing these programs and and colleges down, and they got to wait for appeals and wait for to get to the Supreme Court and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's enough is enough already. I don't understand how how we put up with it for as long as we have. I think it's because most Americans have just had their head in the sand. They're too busy just uh, trying to pay for all the taxes and BS that the left has laid upon everybody's shoulders. And they don't have time to pay attention. They have no time to educate themselves. So they turn on the ABC News and they think they're actually getting news when they're not. And they wonder why they, when they listen to shows like this, like, well, that can't be true. But it is. Uh, it's amazing, but true. Representative Bobby Scott of Virginia routinely attacks nonprofit education, but even Scott is forced to acknowledge a great school in his own district, ECPI University. ECPI enrolls nearly 12,000 students and has a top-rated technology school. Monroe College is it. In the Bronx, in the Bronx, you know what that is, right? AOC, it's that place you say you live. Places 100% of its graduating nurses in jobs, 100%. Almost all of them minority women. Kaiser University has earned a Nietzsche rating, a Nietzsche rating, N-I-C-H-E, it's not, it's, it's an actual place. Uh, Nietzsche rating as the number three online school in the country and operates 20 campuses in Florida with nursing, culinary arts, and criminal justice programs, all highly rated. Full Sail University, also in Florida, focuses on the arts and entertainment industry, offering students degrees in cinematography, animation, video graphics, and special effects. Grand Canyon University in Arizona has more than 20,000 students attending classes on campus and an additional 75,000 students enrolled online. Many of these colleges have operated for decades. So if bilking students were the true business model, they would have disappeared long ago. 
in their savagery of DeVos, Demon Kratz never mentioned the dozens upon dozens of community colleges or public universities with atrocious graduation rates, well below 20%, and a good many under 15%. These include schools such as the University of Maine at Augusta. You hear that, the Wicked Witches of Maine? 12%. And College of Southern Nevada, 9%. And Oklahoma State University at Oklahoma City, 10.6%. You consider this acceptable, ladies and gentlemen? Mainly because... 90% of the students that went to those schools shouldn't have been graduated from high school to begin with, yet alone been admitted to the schools. Well, people don't. The only reason they were is because they're funded by the government to go to the school. People don't know these statistics, Brian, at all. They do now. Miami Dade College, 30.1% graduation rate is actually touted as success. Really? That's what America's become. The greatness of America is 30%. That's, that's success? Really? I think even JFK would disagree. This is the left's definition of success when only 3 in 10 students receive a degree. Apparently, education elites don't worry about how success rates if the schools are supported by taxpayers. The battle regarding higher education will determine if Democrats succeed in maintaining their government-run monopoly that drives students into taxpayer-funded institutions run by elite academics and tenured professors who dictate the terms. And by the way, the Republican Party is just as guilty. Do not fall into this trap. Government needs to get out of the education business. They do not have any constitutional authority. It's illegal. And at the reason, and for good reason. Do you see how, what has happened? This is why they don't have any power over education. They get it, just get them out. Let these colleges crumble and fall apart and let they, let the greatness come from their ashes. And it will. American greatness comes from the people, not the government. DeVos is wise to ignore blatant Democrat hypocrisy as she works to empower students by reining in regulations that strangle innovation and competition. DeVos should be praised for taking on the fight to give consumers more freedom in education consistent with President Trump's agenda of cutting red tape across the economy. If DeVos and the president prevail, innovation and competition will benefit students across all walks of life, whatever their dreams or aspirations. And I got to give her credit. As a woman, she shows great strength and poise. She shuts her mouth and just gets the work done. Yes, and I have to say that he has surrounded himself a lot with very strong, like you said, we have to give them credit, very strong women. Well, I can't say all the women. I I said he has surrounded them with some very strong women. I know of one, her. 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Are you kidding okay. me? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, but she's you know she's out there. She's she's a spokesperson for the president. Her job is to be the spokesperson for the president. So that that's a completely different kind of job. But still, she's more behind the scenes, right? But still, both of them are very strong, yeah, and they're not then, giving then out. We had Kurt, then we had the, the witch from uh, you know Department of Homeland Security. So, you know. Yeah, I know. But then the other one. And how is, many more do we have behind the scenes the that other, we got to get rid of? Right, and the other one is Kellyanne Conway. She's like a little no, badger. I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not. She's okay. I don't know. And then, of course, our wonderful first lady. She has does not back down from anybody. I've read a couple of... Yeah, but that doesn't count. She's the first lady. She's married to him. Yeah, but that he doesn't mean she's not been a wimp and wants to run away and all that. No, she's great, but <laughs> she's the first lady. She's not, you know, an appointee. But still, she gets slack from people all, all the she's time. She's not an appointee. I'm sticking to what I said. As far as appointees go... Okay, you want to add Sarah? I wasn't adding her because she's like... Her job is to be a pit bull. She's in, she's in the trenches all yeah, the time. Yeah, but she actually is one. I know, but that, I mean, it's different. DeVos is an education secretary. I mean, normally they cut, they fold and they, they, they try and, they try and like use words that make people happy about what they're doing. She really doesn't come out and talk at all. No. You know, I read an article about um, Ben Carlson when he's, I, don't, I think I put it in the show. He doesn't talk either. He just, he he's, just he, does. He's just doing things. They hate his guts. That's why. He's not, he won't come out and say anything. He won't go do interviews. He'll let them, he just lets them go off in their own little echo chamber and he just gets, goes about doing his job. A lot of the people in the HUD housing, um, left over from the Progs, they've resigned. Yeah. Well, notice how many people from his cabinet and his appointees have you heard from on the news or have you seen in interviews? You haven't. Isn't that unusual? What do you think? They're afraid? I know that's what the left thinks. See, they're too afraid to come on CNN and talk. No, they're not. Then why bother? Why would you go into their territory and give them a chance to interview you and then, you know, for an hour and then take 30 seconds of what they want out of, out of context to attack you? Why bother? Why would you go into their you never go into the enemy's territory. You got to go to neutral ground, and there is no neutral ground. I mean, maybe come on, like my shit, my show, or Bongino, if you want, like a, a like a a podcast that has lots of view, lots of listeners. Bongino has one, and he's he definitely a, a neutral player. I'd say he's a neutral player. I don't think he's ideological. He's conservative, but that's not ideological. It's just because he has a brain. If you have a brain, you think you end up being conservative because that's the only way to be. That, yes, you heard me. It's the only way to be. If you're not, you're not thinking. Listen more. You'll get it. It's only eight hours a week. That's all we ask. Not a lot. We cover a lot of ground here that you're not going to hear in the Lame Street Media or in other talk shows. Trust me. We don't have time for callers. That should tell you something. We don't have time for commercials every 10 minutes. That should tell you something. No, it's not because we can't do commercials. We can. You want, you want me to? I could do commercials every 10 minutes. I could take callers and just do one topic for a whole show. But then what about all the other topics? We've already covered how many topics? 
how would we don't get all the time we don't get all the information out i want to get out in the four shows we have a week now eight hours and i'm not doing it what but everyone else they do it five days a week four hours three, three hours four hours a show yeah, but like I said, every they get five minutes of, of commercials every ten minutes. Plus, they have callers. Blah, blah blah. They don't get to anything, which is why we don't do that. <clears throat> anyway, this is new. Uh, President Trump's war on Iran from CNBC. The Trump administration will sharply accelerate its goal of driving Iran's oil exports to zero, ending sanctions exemptions that it previously granted to some of the Islamic Republic's biggest customers. President Donald Trump unilaterally withdrew from a 2015 nuclear accord with Iran last May and restored wide-ranging sanctions on the Iranian economy in November. Did you hear about that, ladies and gentlemen? No. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm good. Come on. Tell me the Hannity's of the world covered it. No. Oh, come on. No. Not even Hannity? I have not heard this on talk radio, and I listen to it religiously. At the now, to- I'm sorry. I, I apologize for that. Breitbart did did mention it. Breitbart's really on. They do obscure stuff. I mean, I get a lot from them, and especially from their radio show. They have a lot. I mean, they Breitbart has spread themselves out across the entire globe, and they get stuff that I was, I've was. i said it on the radio show a couple times. Did you hear this? I just heard it on the radio, and that's what they do. I'm very impressed with Breitbart, by the way, except they're a little bit too neutral. Neutral. How the hell can you be neutral? They really try. They go out of their way. You can't be neutral. This is a war. There's no neutral. You either have the facts or you don't. How do you be neutral? You're wrong or you're right. Where's neutral in that? Well, you're kind of right. Well, that could mean you're kind of right. You're right or you're wrong. At this time, his administration, at the time, his administration granted six-month waivers to eight countries that allowed them to continue importing, importing limited quantity of crude oil from Iran. Now, let me explain this because the article's not going to. That's before he got the, he approved the pipelines, before he approved, he approved the drillings, before these things got up and running. Because He's going to replace the Iranian oil. We're going to be selling them the Iranian oil. That revenue's coming to America. That's why we're going to be supplied. We couldn't supply it at the time because under the Obamaist administration, he halted all that stuff. He wasn't allowing it. We weren't allowed to drill. We weren't allowed to transport oil through the pipelines. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. Okay. We sit on more oil than the whole Middle East has. But we can't use it. We can't get at it. We're doofusai. Let's just leave it there. For what? God didn't put it there to leave it sit under the earth's crust doing nothing. That's why he gave him a six-month 
waiver. Well, six months is over, bub. The oil's flowing. Just like just like with he told Theresa May in the UK, you don't need the EU trade, you get it from us. She doesn't want that. She's not a friend of the USA. She's a friend of the EU. And even the parliament knows it, and the people know it. Both of them are sick and tired of her. And trust me, she will not be elect, re-elected. She will not be the next prime minister. She's on the outs. The market widely expected Washington to extend the waivers. Doofuses. To extend the waiver for five of the countries. However, the administration says that any country still importing oil from Iran will be subject to U.S. sanctions beginning on May the 2nd. Woo-hoo! Go, my president. President Donald J. Trump has decided not to reissue significant reduction exem- exemptions, SREs, when they expire in early May. Now imagine what this president could have done if he didn't have to put up with all of the media and all of Congress and all the left and all these investigations going after him and trying to stop everything he's trying to do. Imagine what he could have accomplished if everybody got the hell out of his way. Which is what I've been telling you for a decade. All you, all the government has to do is get out of America's way and we will, the economy will skyrocket. Get all this American rubble off of us and we'll be the shining city again. And he's only got a few pieces of rubble off us. And already the light is shining through. This decision is intended to bring Iran's oil exports to zero, denying the regime its principal source of revenue. That's right. Dry up their money. They can't support terrorist organizations. Now, can they? They can't build nuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles if they have no money. Now, can they? That's right. And the people start starving, don't they? That's right. Let's let's get the people to overthrow the mullahs. That's right. Well, they tried twice, well, and Obama tr- wouldn't do a damn thing they'll, to help them. First of all, they'll try harder when they but when their bellies are empty. And that's what the people keep saying. That's what the presidents and all the advisors. We can't keep doing that to Iran because that'll just starve the people. They won't do anything to help them. Hungry and- people rise up. Yeah. Well, how's that working in Venezuela? They rose up. Yeah, but nothing's solved. They're still starving. Don't say nothing's solved. His administration's is tatters. Yeah, but they're still behind him because now Russia's in there telling him, go, go. They're not behind. The people are not behind him. No, the the military went back behind him. The military's behind him because the military likes things the way they are because, again, in these regimes, the military has everything at once. The military generals are living high on the hog like rich people. Again, but... If something does happen in Iran, this president will be behind it. He is not Obama. Or Bushy. And the, and I, he's an uninterventionalist. So he's not just, he's not going to go in there and bomb the administration. No, he's going to wait and see. There's going to be some different way to go about it that he's going to come up with and will be surprised. But this is a hard break. Got to go to a commercial. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back.
Let's bomb, 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 Moran. Bomb, 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 Moran. Just like Japan. And the pedals, the pedals, in the sand, let's bomb around, bomb, 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 bomb around. I'm here at the dance, trying to advance. Nothing else is working, so I thought I'd take a chance and bomb around. Just like Japan, bomb, bomb, bomb We'll turn the rocks and the pebbles, the pebbles in the sand, let's bomb around, bomb, 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 bomb around. Legal amnesties through, found they wouldn't do. Riding out of money, so I'm trying something new. We'll bomb around, just like Japan. We'll turn the rocks into pebbles, the pebbles into sand. Let's bomb around, bomb, 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 bomb around. Let's bomb, 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 bomb around. Bomb, 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 bomb around. Why don't we just ask Osama bin Osama Obama? Obama, what is since he won by such a big amount? And the argument there, Mr. President, is Americans don't want to do the work. We just can't find American workers to do the work. Mr. President, that is a crock in many instances. It's just not true. In my view, Trump's decision to end the DACA program for some 800,000 young people is the cruelest and most ugly presidential act in the modern history of this country. I cannot think of one single act which is uglier and more cruel. We have all been educated that economics is about supply and demand. If you don't get the workers you want, you raise wages and you raise benefits. You don't simply open the door and bring in other workers at low wages. So I believe absolutely that we have to move aggressively toward comprehensive immigration reform. I will end the deportations. Poverty is increasing, and if wages are going down, I don't know why we need millions of people to be coming into this country as guest workers who will work for lower wages than American workers and drive wages down even lower than they are right now. King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of black power does not include white participation. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate him. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker whore on our arm, and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're going to have to kill some crackers. You're going to have to kill some of their babies. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A All man right? who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the 
difference. This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a Festivus miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yeah, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour Two. All right, back to this uh, Iran and Trump. I was trying to explain to Susan during the break, so I'll break it down for you a little bit. This isn't about starving the people, although starving the people gives them an impetus to rise up. This is about starving the regime by not allowing the regime to have money, they will not be able to provide the lifestyle to which the military has become accustomed, especially the elite guard. You know, fancy fancy whatever they like. Picket, cars, cigars, alcohol, women, whatever, lifestyle, all this. You draw... you. You choke off their money. You choke off all the perks. You choke off all the perks. Suddenly, these people that are following you loyally because they have all this. That's what the, that's how the military stays with the government. They live above the people. The people can starve. They don't care. As long as they have everything they want, they could give a crap less about the people. They'll slaughter them in the streets. They don't care. They're peasants. But you turn the military into peasants and see what happens. If they can't, and trust me, this is the way this will work. The Mullahs will keep every last penny they get to themselves to keep the lifestyle that they want. And they will choke off the military before they'll choke off themselves. This is the way it always works. Well, then the military will turn on the Mullahs. Now we have, now you have regime change. See, you know, you, you get the military to do it, not the people. Because the people can't fight the military, but the mullahs can't fight the military either, even less so because there's less of them. Uh, that's a quick coup right there. And it won't do them any good to overthrow the mullahs unless they kiss our backsides because there's no money. They will have to throw, overthrow them and beg us to 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 let them have some money, which means we have to approve the new government. 
You understand? Now, is Trump, is that Trump's plan? Last time I heard, his IQ was much higher than mine, so I imagine so. Does that make sense to you? That's why you cut off all oil revenue. What else do they have to export from Iran? Sand? Terrorism? No one's paying for that. I guess they could sell off their their missiles. Their centrifuges. That'd be good. Dismantle their... Oh, yeah, dismantle their uh, nuclear program. <clears throat> there's no, see, there's all good... No matter what they choose, it's all good for us. Don't listen to the hype from the left. These people are too stupid to understand military strategy to begin with, yet alone geopolitics. Yeah, but unfortunately, we gave them so much money. No, no, no. They've already burned through that. Are you kidding me? That's no. not a lot of money for them. There are oil-rich countries, isn't it? That money's already been spent on more uh, lavish things, sent out to Hamas and Hezbollah and other terrorist organizations. That that's they, they don't think nothing of it because the money's flowing, the oil money's flowing and flowing. That's just extra money for them. That money was spent on all kinds of stuff. That's not going to help them. <laughs> They're not a country that saves. <laughs> they didn't invest that money in, in gold and and stuff. No, they, they, they spend their gold. They don't. They don't save it. Even if they did, it wouldn't matter because their savings they go through that in six months. Uh, trust me, like I say with Trump all the time. I wish everyone would listen to me. Just sit back, relax, and wait for it. I wish I could I wish I could tell everybody it'd be a good idea to to drink and smoke cuz I'd say you know just take your finest bourbon and nice cigar and sip on it and smoke your cigar and relax cuz wait for it. Trump Trump will surprise you wait for it it'll come you go oh that oh now I get it it's happened every time, no matter all, what all the craziness with the never Trumpers and the, and the left and everybody else. And oh my God, the sky's going to fall. Just wait for it. He comes through every time. I don't understand you people. You get in a frenzy about nothing. It's like you're in a permanent anxiety attack. He get, he always comes through. Just relax. You had to be. In anxiety mode the whole time under Obama, I get it. He's gone. Relax. <laughs> so you're talking to the so-called conservatives out there, not the nut jobs that are never going to relax because they're pulling their hair out. And oh no, they should just commit suicide because they're 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 what they want from the what they want to happen in the United States is over. So you yeah you can commit suicide because. It, you what you you can wait when you wait for it you're gonna it's like it's bad when it happens so there's no help in you except to say that everything you want and everything you believe in is complete asinine so what you should do is educate yourself so that you're not a complete doofus and then you wouldn't ha- be in anxiety and and you wouldn't have to, your head wouldn't explode all the time because you're so stupid. 
Here's an idea. Study history. World history. Study it. You'd be surprised. All the crap people told you has already been tried and failed. You don't... It's not like it hasn't... You can't look at the past and say, Oh, look, it happened. No, that didn't work. We tried it here. Oh, that didn't work. We tried it there. Oh, that didn't work. It's been tried everywhere, including here, and it didn't work. And it's already here light, and it's not working. It's not capitalism that's failing. It's socialism in this country that is failing. And it is socialism the world over that has failed. So-called democratic socialism has failed all through Europe. Pay attention. These people go, oh, we don't want socialism. We want democratic socialism. This is something new. No, it isn't. That's that crap over in Canada and Europe. That's what they call it, democratic socialism. This isn't new. And that's what failed. Keynesian economics and democratic socialism. That's what's failed. Not capitalism. Uh, how about we do it and give it, get back to it instead of this? This is not capitalism. Even though that's a dirty word now. That's not, no. We have no free markets. No. No capitalism. Government controls industry. Absolutely it does through regulation. Not free markets. Sorry. Kids in economics, not free markets. Sorry, not capitalism. This is socialism. Socialism slash kids in economics to fail the world over. Let's stop doing it. Let's go back to the Constitution and free markets. Woo! Now we wouldn't want that. The people would be too happy. And then all you, all you people on the left would have to stop wearing all black. And those ugly glasses you're all wearing. What the hell is with you people? We we moved away from those ugly things that we... You said you didn't want to go back to the 50s. We moved out of those. Those glasses were from the 50s. Those Clark Kent glasses. It's ridiculous. You look stupid. I know it's supposed to make you look intelligent. It does not. It makes you look too stupid to be with the time. We got rid of those glasses because they were ugly. Since when did uh, Cortez wear glasses? Because glasses make you look intelligent. She's got these big-ass round glasses she's wearing. Yeah. And one picture of her. She doesn't need glasses. No, <laughs> no, she doesn't need glasses. Even people who don't need glasses wear glasses because it makes them look smart. She needs to wear gla- She started wearing glasses because everybody found out she was stupid. So she put on glasses so everyone thinks she was smart. This is what the left does. They wear glasses to make people think they're smart. You know, they people, we invented contacts so you wouldn't have to wear glasses. There's a lot of downside to glasses. They're ugly. They're uncomfortable. Lack peripheral vision. Expensive. Contacts. If I didn't have chronic dry eye, I'd be wearing contacts, not glasses. I actually burnt my eyes right reading. I didn't put glasses on to look smart. Stop wearing glasses to look smart. How about trying reading? AOC, please read. My God, you're the most uneducated person I've ever met. You have a college degree, for God's sakes. You people in Boston, don't go to Boston University. She graduated from there. I kid you not. Does she even know what she degree she has? She said in <laughs> economics originally. 
I don't know if that was a lie, but she said so. But then she said, I'm not an expert in economics. You said you had a degree in economics. That's okay. You can't learn economics in college because they teach kids the economics, which is failed and ridiculous. Uh, oh, my God. I don't care. Uh, this is ridiculous. The whole the whole place has become ridiculous. It's inside out, upside down world. It's just the whole place. I, I can't look around the country without laughing. It's kind of like a, I cry and laugh at the same time. It's, just, it's immensely horrific and immensely laughable at the same time. It's like watching the Joker. All right, the Trump administration, according to this article, the Trump administration is trying to force Iran to the negotiating table. Well, no, I don't believe so. Last year, it laid out 12 demands that Iran must meet before the U.S. lifts sanctions. The list asks Iran to account new limits on its nuclear program and ballistic missile tests, cut off support for U.S. designated terror groups, and free U.S. citizens held in detention. Again, why would I negotiate with Iran when I could just starve it to death? No, I want to starve it. I want the whole regime to just completely collapse. Why the hell would I negotiate? Just leave it cut off. Just let it die. Wither on the vine, as they say. I don't believe I don't believe Trump's that stupid to want to have to make want to make a deal with someone they could just let die off. What are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about it? What's there to make a deal about? If I don't lift sanctions, what are you going to do, Iran? First of all, I'm not meeting with the president of Iran anymore. The Ayatollah Khomeini is going to come here and speak to me in person. And he's going to speak to me in English with no translator. And he's not going to hold my hand. I'm not holding anybody's hand. Remember that one with yeah, Bush? I'm not holding anybody's hand. I'll be glad to get in the boxing ring with you, though. <clears throat> the list... Uh, with the announcement today, we've made clear our seriousness of purpose. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said during a press conference on Monday, we are going to zero. How long we remain there at zero depends solely on the Islamic Republic of Iran's senior leaders. We've made our demands very clear to the Ayatollah and his cronies. See, I, he's not tough enough. You know, I, I don't know why he's, he needs it. I think he needs a transfusion of some of my blood or something. He's just, he gets soft. You know, just, he needs to be a lot tougher. I could care less. My message would be, I have no interest in speaking to them. I would rather watch them die. And what I've just done will ensure that their country is going to die. Bye-bye. The decision to stop issuing sanction waivers threatens to wipe roughly 1 million barrels per day off the market at a time when analysts say oil supply is already tightening. Crude futures spiked to nearly six-month highs on news of the policy, which was first reported Sunday by WAPO. The Trump administration will work with Iran's regional rivals, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates to offset the drop in Iranian supplies, the White House said. Well, they already have, or they wouldn't have done this. 
They're not going to work. They already have worked. They're, he's not an idiot. He's a businessman. They obviously said to him, "We're gonna, this is this is your enemy. We're going to do this. You got to make up the shortfall." Duh. Of course, they're willing to do that. They're their enemies. <clears throat> the Saudis and Emirates, Emirates are currently partnering with their fellow OPEC members and several other oil-producing nations, including Russia, to limit oil supplies. The so-called OPEC Plus Alliance has been trying to keep 1.2 million BPD off the market since January, following a collapse in oil prices in the final months of 2018. (coughs) The White House statement suggests the group will soon reverse course and hike output. Saudi Arabia and UAE have assured the U.S. they will ensure the market has an appropriate supply, Pompeo said. He said the suppliers have been working directly with Iran's customers to make the transition away from Iranian barrels less disruptive. See? Already working. The Saudis stopped short of explicitly guaranteeing a change in policy but reiterated its commitment to balancing oil supply and demand. The king, In other words, oil prices aren't going to go up a lot. They're not going to go down either. Did you know that in most places in California, a gallon of regular gas is $4.28? It's been $4 for a long, long time. It's called state gas prices, taxes. <clears throat> the kingdom will coordinate with fellow oil producers to ensure adequate supplies are available to consumers while ensuring the global oil market does not go out of balance, Saudi Energy Minister Khalid al-Fali said on Monday. In the next few weeks, the kingdom will be consulting closely with other producing countries and key oil-consuming nations to ensure a well-balanced and stable oil market for the benefit of producers and consumers, as well as the stability of the world economy, Feli said in a statement. Man, I wish I was a fly on the wall when they had this conversation. Following Washington's official announcement, Trump tweeted that Saudi Arabia and other OPEC members will more than make up for any drop in Iranian supplies. Three of the countries that received the exemptions, Greece, Italy, and Taiwan, have already cut their imports from Iran to zero. However, analysts widely expected the Trump administration to extend the waivers to China, India, Japan, South Korea, and Turkey, all of which took advantage of waivers during the first six-month window that began in November. Companies in, the, companies in those countries now face the threat of being locked out of the U.S. financial system if they continue to import crude from Iran. The question is whether some of those countries will seek to skirt the sanctions, including by facilitating or encouraging purchases from Iran, of Iran crude through companies not tied to the U.S. financial system. Uh, you make a black market purchase and they find out about it and you are screwed pooch. But look at how more, much more important <clears throat> he's doing around the world while Pelosi and all these other people are screaming, impeachment, more investigations, like the rest of the world stopped living, you pieces of crap, you dumb bitches. 
Seriously, there's way more important things going on that's going to to Not potentially to crush our nation. Not to, they don't care about our economy. They want to crush our economy so they can out overthrow our government. Boy, you don't listen. China's foreign ministry on Monday denounced Washington's Iran policy. China opposes the unilateral sanctions and so-called long-arm jurisdictions imposed by the U.S., our cooperation with Iran is open, transparent, lawful, and legitimate. Thus, it should be respected. You're going down. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Gang Shuang told reporters, Our government is committed to upholding the legitimate rights and interests of Chinese companies and will play a positive and constructive role in upholding the stability of the global energy market. China, don't play around. Trust me on this. Don't play around. <laughs> you you have really not figured out who you're playing with yet. Go ahead, play. Say, we'll do what we want. Go ahead. No access to American financial system. Have fun. Be your own little world again. Go into the forbidden palace. Turkish Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Mevlut Kavuzglo, also rejected the sanctions, saying they will not serve regional peace and stability and would hurt the Iranian people. So, dialing up pressure on Iran threatens to spark maritime conflict in the Persian Gulf. So, Iran has long threatened to shut down the Strait of Hormuz. They could try. The world's busiest transit lane for seaborne oil shipments if it is prevented from exporting oil. They could try. Our fleet is already there. On Monday, Iranian officials renewed those threats. Please try. You do realize real admirals have been begging for this for decades, right? Really, they have war-gamed this situation to death. They're dying to do it. Go for it. You think you're ready to play? You ready for prime time, Iran? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you've got some weaponry. You're gonna hurt us, but man, we're gonna really hurt you. But let's find out. Let's find out once and for all what you got, Iran. Bring it. If I was if I was Trump and he does play 3D chess, not 4D. There's no such thing. Last time I checked, uh, but I would have a second fleet already positioned to go to the Persian Gulf. Let's see what happens. I'm interested in someone who likes to play strategic war games. Exactly what Iran thinks they can do. I don't really see a good end. I mean, you know, war always sucks. We're going to take casualties and stuff. But I'd like to see exactly what they think their end game is on trying to do something like that. Not smart. But then again, they're not very smart. They're Muslims. According to international law, the Strait of Hormuz is a maritime passageway, and if we are barred from using it, we will shut it down. In case of any threat, we will 
have not even an iota of doubt to protect and defend the Iranian waters. They're not Iranian waters. You just said they were international waters. Make up your mind. Rear Admiral Alareza Tangsiri, commander of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Navy, told the Al-Alam News Channel, according to Iran's semi-official Forest News Agency. Earlier this month, the Trump administration designated Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps a terrorist organization, marking the first time the U.S. has applied the designation to a foreign country's military. Bam, 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 Iran. No problem. Iran's been asking for it since the days of Carter. I think it's about time we gave them what they wanted. What do you think? Look, as far as I'm concerned, the whole region could be turned into a sheet of glass. I've been saying that for decades. My opinion hasn't changed of Islam and the Middle East. Not an iota, to use their words. Not an iota. If anything, they've proven that they're just as evil as I've always thought they were. But we're going to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E-1 through E-6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's 855-219-7934. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the Right Now Company. 
General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now? So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. 800-917-8251. 800-917-8251. That's 800-917-8251. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45 day risk free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800 716 4665. 800 716 4665. 800 716 4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800 716 4665. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. 10 an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, that's 800-377-1456. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800 910 8231 Eight hundred nine ten eight two three one eight hundred nine ten eight two three one eight hundred nine ten eight two three one.
back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of two. All right. Oh. Moving along, Susan's got a button to push. Now, have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress? And the rest of us are jogging from depression. Now, has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? That no matter what they tell you, there's another bottom line intertwined between the patterns of deception. Since our eyes were first opened and our ears began to hear They've been hurting us like cattle through our fantasies and fears They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind And by changing subtle meanings to the words between the lines It's the news behind the news Alright, thank you, call Clang, Clang with a K.com And of course it means it's time for the news behind the news From World Net Daily Charlton Heston's character in the iconic 1973 movie Soylent Green famously didn't take well to the news that the ubiquitous green food reflected in the film's title was composed of human beings. It still it still uh, amazed my father that it didn't bother me at all. I amazed I didn't even think about it till I grew up that we actually watched this while we were in Catholic school and the school put it on. Yeah, it was for a reason, I'm sure. What was the lesson they taught you? Don't eat people? I don't know. <laughs> they must have discussed it, Susan. I don't remember. I just okay, remember so I had to watch a, it. So shouldn't have brought it up. Not a very good student. I didn't really care. Now, Washington is poised to be the first American state to test public reaction to turning human beings into compost that could provide nutrients to various food products. Still don't care. We already make people into compost. It's called burial. With bipartisan majorities, the state, Senate, and House of Representatives on Friday approved Bill 5001, titled Concerning Human Remains, the Seattle Times reported. The law would take effect May 1st if it is signed by Democrat Governor Jay Inslee a candidate for the 2020 Democrat presidential nomination. I don't think he'll sign it. Wes McMahon, a retired cardiovascular intensive care nurse, testified in favor of the bill, saying he is very much in favor of the composting of human bodies. What, couldn't find a doctor? When I'm done with this body that served me very well for the past 64 years, do I want to poison it with formaldehyde and other embalming chemicals? No, McMahon said, according to the Times, burned, not my first choice, but what about all the bacteria I've worked with so long in this body? Do I want to give them a chance to do what they do naturally? I believe in doing things as naturally as possible. The problem with this is public health. (laughs) The reason embalming came around is because people die of communicable diseases and if you bury them without embalming them that disease lives on in the body and can spread and that's why they created embalming but that's another story the times said 
Katrina Spade of Seattle long has had a vision for an urban, soil-based, ecologically friendly death care option. The founder and CEO of Recompose, she wants her company to be the first natural organic reduction funeral home in the U.S. Frankly, I'm a little overwhelmed, she said. It's real now. She said she's worked with researchers who have demonstrated that carefully and properly composting human remains are safe enough to use in household garden. The Times wondered about the ick factor in human composting. State Senator Jamie Pedersen, Democrat Seattle, who first proposed the bill in the Senate, said composting is just what used to happen before the arrival of $5,000 caskets covered with ecologically unfriendly varnishes and all the rest. Well, of course, they're right. And if you compost it properly, that, now that's the key, see? It's, it's same with re- any compost. you got to have the temperature up high enough to kill the bacteria. This is going to cause a lot of problems around this now, whole... This so whole... what she said in her statement was scientifically untrue. <laughs> All the bacteria in her body, you want them to do it naturally, they would do. Composting destroys bacteria. It must be at a high enough temperature to kill off all bacteria. Otherwise, it's unsafe to use in the garden. This is going to cause a huge problem with this industry. This is a big, huge money-making industry, as we found yeah, out. But they're running out of places to bury people. I've read this. I've read about this story before, many moons ago. That's the funny thing about the legislature. Peterson said with a laugh, "It's just a slice of the general public." So, a few people were simply icked out about, icked out by death, and didn't want to think about it. But the easiest way to get them through it was to say, "Hey." If you don't want to think about this again, let's just get the bill passed. McMahon said he's devoting some of his retirement time to growing a food forest on his property. So my grandchildren will know where food comes from. Someday, the Times reported, he hopes his composted remains will nourish a tree with a swing for future generations. Hopefully that'll be known as Granddad's Tree. Your dust. In March 2015, the Guardian of London published a column on human composting featuring Spade. Grist writer Katie Herzog argued the methods of burial and cremation are not environmentally friendly or cheap, and the ashes remaining from cremation cannot nourish life. Cremated remains are devoid of nutrients. Not, not true. And so your ashes are less likely to fertilize the ground they are scattered on than bird shit falling from the sky. Your dust, Herzog said. That's just what they wrote that, not me. Um, that's not true. There are nutrients in cremated remains. Not a lot, but they're, they're bones, so there's calcium in there and probably magnesium and maybe some other stuff. Obviously not as much as the whole body, but there is still some nutrients there. Spade is in her late 30s, short-haired and androgynous. Really? And she lives with her girlfriend and two kids in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. 
Unlike a traditional graveyard, the Herzog said you could go home with your loved ones in the form of soil. Spade said people could spread the remains of their loved ones in a garden or under a tree planted in their honor, and even public parks could be fertilized with the soil, she said. So sites could be nourished by the people who loved, who lived in them. This isn't crazy. This is science. She's crazy, but this isn't crazy. I'm for it. Again, we're running out of places for to bury people. And it is way too expensive. Some my my father's funeral was over ten thousand dollars, which is ridiculous. Um, we need to get more. We need to get more thoughtful and intelligent about this. So I think it's time for a discussion about things like this. I have no problem with it at all. Then again, I as a kid, I had no problem with soil like green. I grew up learning that animals were things to eat. Meat is meat. Therefore, people are meat. Therefore, the way Soil Green presented it, I had no problem with it. It was processed and completely innocuous and safe to eat. So I had no problem with it. It wasn't like it, you know, we were cooking up, you were cooking up human meat and eating it like burgers, which God said don't do. But, you know, even I loved horses. My uncle tried to freak me out by feeding me horse meat, but it didn't affect me. It tasted good, and I was fine. Uh, I just look at things more logically than most people, less emotionally, I guess. But we really got to start thinking about it again. Too much money and no room. From CNS News, the Central Intelligence Agency has ranked the United States as the 12th fattest nation on Earth, concluding that there is a higher percentage of fat people in the U.S. population than in the populations of any of the other nations of Europe, Africa, and the Americas. That's because fat comes with what, ladies and gentlemen? Prosperous nations have fat people. Most of most other cultures revere fat people because that means they're prosperous and wealthy and that's a good thing only here do we go fat is bad although i don't like to be fat according to the cia's world Factbook, book 36.2 of the u.s population was considered to be obese as of 2016 10 of the 11 nations that ranked ahead of the U.S. United States for the percentage of its population that was obese are the islands in the Pacific Ocean. Kuwait, where 37.9% of the population was considered obese, was the only non-island nation that outranked the United States for its percentage of the of obese people. Again, prosperous nation, oil rich. The South Pacific Island nation of Nuari ranked number one in the world for obesity according to the CIA. 61% of its population was obese, plentiful in food. The CIA World Factbook describes Nuwaru, which had a 2018 population of only 9,692, as the world's smallest independent republic. The Cooks Islands, also in the South Pacific, ranked number two for obesity. 
In 2016, according to the CIA, 55.9% of Cook Islanders were deemed obese. The Cook Islands have a population of only 9,038. Rounding out the global top 10 obese nations were Palau, 55.3%, Marshall Islands, 52.9%, Tuvalu, 51.6%, Niowa, 50%, Tonga, 48.2%, Samoa, 47.3%, Karubati, 46%, and Micronesia, 45.8%. Okay, there's two newses behind the news with me. Number one, I didn't even know any of these places existed. Really? Yeah. You need to study more. These, a lot of these places talked about during World War II. And... What the hell is the CIA doing calculating fatness? Maybe you should have read my blog. I go to the CIA Factbook all the time. CIA Factbook covers all the information you'll want to know about all foreign countries. Demographics, everything. Why? Because it's information. Yeah, but why the CIA? Central Intelligence Agency. Information is intelligence. Yeah, but it's made to the public, so it's not like it's super spy stuff. Because this isn't classified. Doesn't mean they don't have to know the information. It was collected, it's centralized, and it's disseminated as free to the public. I just get leery of more of our taxpayer dollars going to what it's already been it's already been collected so why not release it to the public it doesn't cost anything anyway uh you should know that you should go to the cia fact book if you have questions about foreign countries that you want answers to because if you will find non-political information at your fingertips I found it very handy. So what's the news behind this news? News behind this news is uh, people are stupid. Who cares? Fat is not a problem. Fat, prosperous leads to fat. What's a problem in this country is people on welfare are fat. People on welfare should be skinny. They shouldn't have so much food that they're fat. They're living off other people. They're not supposed to be prosperous. They're supposed to be poor. That's the news behind the news as far as I'm concerned. I have no problem with people working for a living, eating them, eating their own food that they worked hard and paid for themselves and got fat off of. Go for it. It's their, it's their money, it's their food, it's their body. That's, I don't care. If you want to be morbidly obese, I don't care. You're disgusting to look at, but that's your problem. I mean, and my problem, but I don't have to look. But really, have some self-respect. Don't eat yourself into a ridiculous blob. Look, fat's one thing, but... Really? How do you get to that point? At what point do you look in the mirror and go, okay, I really got to stop eating donuts? Really? You just... 
you don't have you don't you don't have to say I'm going to lose weight. You just stop eating, stop gaining weight. Just stop gaining it. You don't have to you don't have to lose it. Just stop gaining it. And if you can't see a doctor cuz you might have diabetes. All right, from Fox News. A resurfaced tweet from representative uh my I can't stand talking about these people anymore. Ilan Omar saw the Minnesota stand Democrat claim U.S. forces killed thousands of Somalis during the 1993 Black Hawk Down mission. Who cares? But it wasn't thousands, believe me. Despite multiple analysis concluding the number was much smaller, they didn't have a big enough, they didn't have a big enough force. They were trying to stay alive to kill thousands. In October 2017, tweet discovered by journalist John Rosomondo, Omar was responding to a Twitter user who'd highlighted that more than a dozen U.S. soldiers were killed and another 73 were wounded in the Battle of Mogadishu, saying it was the worst terrorist attack in Somali history. Omar, a Somali refugee, who was then a Minnesota stand state representative, refuted the tweet, insisting that thousands of Somalis were killed by American forces in his selective memory. He forgets to also mention the thousands of Somalis killed by the American forces that day, Omar tweeted. That never happened. They were going in on a selective mission to take out a warlord and were shot, and they were shot out of the sky and then were trying to survive. There were no thousands of Somalis killed on that mission at all. Again, can't let Muslims and left-wing kooks rewrite history. She also included the hashtag, not today, Satan. What? I thought Allah, I thought you liked Allah. Not today, Allah? Who's saying this? Omar. Yeah, because we're the big Satan and Jew- Israel's the little Satan. No, no, Allah is Satan. The number what? of Somali casualties in the Battle of Mogadishu is widely disputed. Who could tell? They're both, they're all poor, dying, coked out. I know it's a kakha, to leave, whatever. Yeah, but that's really telling that she's calling us the same thing that the Iranians call us. Saints. Muslims are Muslims are Muslims. Can we move on to something that's not ridiculous? A representative of the, Na- the Somali National Alliance estimated that only 133 militiamen were killed during a 2001 interview, interview while Black Hawk Down, a story of modern war, author Mark Bowden estimated roughly 500 Somalis were killed. As the investigative project on terrorism also noted, the RAND Corporation reported that about 300 civilians were killed, while others estimated nearly 1,000. 1,000. Omar's office did not immediately respond to Fox News' requests for comment. Um, first of all, militiamen. Second of all, civilian. How do you tell the difference? They're, they don't wear uniforms. And I read into this while they were trying to escape, killed lots of people, tried to kill them. 
Were they Somalis? Sure. Were they civilians? Sure. Were they militiamen? Don't know. What difference does it make? They were Muslims. And that's all that matters. No innocent people were killed during Black Hawk Down. They were all fuzzy muzzies. They were all guilty. They were all trying to kill our soldiers. They all died on the battlefield. There are no such things as civilian casualties in Somalia. This was just the latest controversy surrounding the freshman congresswoman. Amar was condemned by congressional colleagues on both sides of the aisle for various tweets that were considered anti-Semitic. Big deal. More recently, she took heat, including from President Trump, for a line in a speech she gave to the Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, convicted co-conspirators of terrorism. She said in her defense of the organization that CARE was founded after September 11, 2001 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. CARE formed in 1994. Again, CARE supports terrorism. She said they were formed after 9-11. Uh, they were. No, 1941. They just huh? said it. They just said CARE was, the, was in 1941. Uh, where did they say that? Go ahead. I read it, so go ahead, say it. Care formed in 1994. 1994. You said okay. 1941. Sorry, 1994, not right. 2001. I know, that's right. Now you're getting there. Like, she's an idiot. Again, like No, no, idiot. she's a liar like the head of the Fed that said they were formed to prevent the Great Depression of 1928 when they were formed in 1913. Before the Great Depression, because they caused the Great Depression, same thing. It doesn't matter if they were formed after September 11th. That would be irrelevant to me at all. Uh, The point is that they are apologists for Islam. That's all they are. They lie. They obfuscate. They don't tell the truth. They completely out out and out lie about Islam. That's what they do. That's all they do 24-7. I mean, to stupid things. It's as to the point of what Islam means in translation. It means submission. They claim it does not mean that. But it does. Just like the apologists for certain south-of-the-border organizations do the same thing. Uh, Notice you don't hear much from Kara anymore, because... There's, there, the jig is up. The American people have figured out care, so they no longer bother coming out claiming all kinds of nonsense because we the people are onto them now, and they can't claim the crap that nobody listens to them anymore. So that's why you don't hear from them every other day on Fox News Channel because everybody knows they're full of crap. But they're still having toughened up enough to say all of Islam's got to go. Oh, but they're good Muslims. No, there are no good Muslims. You do not understand Islam. There can be no good Muslims. If there are good Muslims, they will be killed. There are no good Muslims. All right, from Fox News. No. No? No. Oh, God. (laughs) 
we got to go. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.